We're here at the United Nations, a, uh, a building that we focus on very often. And uh, today we get to meet on this UN uh, and this talk radio day at the United Nations. Some very interesting people. Flora Sutherland is with us. Uh, Flora from the United Nations Mine Action Service joined the UN Mine Action Service back in 08. Spent three years in Afghanistan. She was responsible for raising awareness and support for the country's landmine clearance program. An honor to have you here at the show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, this has got to be one of the most uh, high-profile international topics of the last, I don't know, many decades. And these are, uh, I, I guess, any uh, area of this globe that has gone through any significant war uh, is one that would be suffering from a landmine problem in its aftermath, correct? Um, yeah, landmines are an issue for many conflicts, although now they're really going down and how much they're used, which is a great success of the International Mine Ban Treaty. However, even if landmines are not used in a conflict, anything that is dropped on the ground or fired that doesn't explode on impact, which is approximately 10% of, of most explosives, it remains dangerous. So we talk about explosive remnants of war, which are all the little bits of explosives that are left behind from, from rockets and other heavy weapons, that if a child comes across them, they can explode and kill them or injure them. And actually they, in Afghanistan, they are now injuring and killing more than landmines. So there's always like a big challenge so after they, any war. So they may not be landmines, they act like landmines. Exactly. Um, and you spent all this time in Afghanistan. Is that one of the areas of the world that is suffering the most from this? Um, I mean, who, who, what other countries, not to, not to uh, minimize the importance of it by listing them like this, but what other countries are like Afghanistan suffering from this problem? Um, well, actually, Colombia, um, where we also have a program, is the, has the second highest number of um, victims from landmines. And... Um, so, Columbia, so, South America? Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't usually associate, the common man doesn't usually associate landmines with that area of the world. Yeah, no, I mean, that, they, they are definitely um, very badly affected. And um, I mean, I'm, they have now just started in the last year. One of the big successes of the program is they've actually started. Um, clearance, uh, civilian clearance. So rather than it being part of a military activity, some of the demining charities, the international ones that we work with, have actually started destroying landmines in Colombia. So that's been a fantastic highlight for us over the last year. And in Afghanistan specifically, where you spent all that time? Yeah, I mean, in Afghanistan, the clearance, it's the worst affected in the world. It's, I mean, in in connection to that, it's also the largest landmine right. clearance program in the world. And huge, huge, huge progress has been made. So since 2002 to, to now, the number of um, victims on a monthly basis is two-thirds less. Without the UN, would there be any landmine clearance in this world? Have they <laughs> been at the forefront of this whole effort and are essentially responsible for the teams that go out at this point? Um, there are a lot of people that we work, a lot of different partners that we work together with, whether it's national authorities and governments right, or governments international role, charities. Right. One, of, one of the key roles that we have as, as UNMAS, as the United Nations, is to, to coordinate that work. So one of the things we did in Afghanistan was a large survey to identify where the minefields were, but more importantly, what were the priorities? There's so much work to be done. Where do you start? So we actually used data to identify where landmines were killing the most people, where they were blocking the most agriculture, blocking access to schools, and then we would focus the efforts there so that um, best use was made of the resources we had. 
Uh, we know, many of us know about and read about the role that Lady Diana had in, in bringing this uh, to the attention of the world. Is there anybody today that has taken on the mantle? Anybody, I don't know, from government, from Hollywood, from any high-profile place that has taken on the mission that she led so strongly? Yeah, I mean, certainly she, she had a, a unique role, and, and after her death, the the institution of the, the mine ban treaty was, was a huge landmark right. in the progress towards eliminating landmines. Um, her son, Prince Harry, has actually become quite active and recently went to Angola to raise awareness there. Um, but uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a different, different issues now. Are we heading toward a mine-free world, or that may be impossible? We don't believe it's impossible. <laughs> we literally We're can get to a point. We're focused on the goal. It's absolutely true. I mean, it ha- it's, it's a big goal, and it has to be done community by community, province by province, country by country. But by uh, 2023, it's possible for Afghanistan to be mine-free. And if it's possible in Afghanistan, it's possible anywhere. Wow. Uh, well, an honor to meet you. Flora Sutherland, you and everybody around you does amazing work. Uh, you're saving a lot of lives, and I'm sure you know that. Um, I'm a very small part of saving lives, but it certainly um, keeps us going. <laughs> thank you for joining us here today. Great. Thank you. Uh, Senior th- uh, Program Coordinator of the United Nations Mine Action Service, Flora Sutherland here at JM in the AM.